right, we're back for week five of Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast with your favorite frosty takes at low stakes. Uh, unfortunately, we're missing our fearless leader this week and frankly, the only good man we got. But don't worry, we still have a couple of great guys with us tonight. The one and only Shark Daddy is here. What up? Sharky, how you feeling about the slate this week? Um, I'm feeling better than last week. Which I mean, that's not saying a whole lot for me. No, I mean, not right. Last week. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling good. Let's say that. All right. All right. I like it. So uh, maybe Sharky's got all the good stuff this week. We also have uh, our other great man, Big Brandon's here, Brave Sacker, as you know him on uh, the DraftKings, Mr. Millie what Maker up, himself. What up? What up? What up? Now, How's um, the slate looking, man? What do you like? Yeah, it's. Uh, I just wish I could uh, on this podcast you could like visualize Zach Wilson's face because that's all that was in the text I kept sending last Sunday. And Brady said, "Please, please play that against me." Well, I did, and it was like 187 points. So I hope Brady's enjoying that right now. <clears throat> Sounds like Brady took a big L. Um, <laughs> he did. He took a huge L. Well, that's rough for him because he's about to take another one this week, I'm sure, if he's not going to correlate and stack anything. Um, that's, that's true. But uh, I, goes, I, I, I digress. Goes, he Let's actively say. goes out of his way not to stack. I am pretty sure he is just trolling the crap out of me um, at this he, point because he just does it every week. He does because I do the same thing to him, and he can't do it back to me, and he tries to. But he just tries to pick on you, and it's just one of those things, you know. Oh, let me tell you, it gets under my skin. So you're saying it, this shit rolls down? Why? Down. You already know. You already know. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna beat him. It's but that's like, the thing. Like, uh, we do this podcast. I'm trying to be as helpful as possible to everyone on this podcast and everybody listening to this podcast. And Brady is just hitting me with this nonsense left and right. Uh, well, Brady I will is, say, Brady, I, I will, I will say that our guy. man Brady. Uh, he did exactly. I mean, I had some pretty good takes last week, especially Mahomes five touchdowns. Blew up, you know, I called that one. Thanks. Um, sorry, humble brag. <laughs> uh, I did say Brady would take Levitan out, and that's what he did. He gave him a nice little spanking. Um, yeah, I don't know what Levitan was thinking. I don't think he knew who he's up against last week. But uh, that's the thing. Brady can challenge me or you one on one. He just gets destroyed. Because uh, it's almost like in poker where you just know somebody how they play, uh, and then when he plays the big touts, man, look what happens! Comes out firing. Yeah, all right. He does. Let's uh, let's get into this, Sharky. Where where are you looking at quarterback this week? What are you What are you liking, buddy? Um, I'm liking Patrick Patrick Mahomes again, obviously. All right, um, Sharky's taking over the role of Brady and talking about not main slate. I like it. Good times. Oh, not main slate. My bad. Oh, okay. um, nice. uh, I mean, I do like Sam Darnold again this week. I feel like he's on hot streak and they're just kind of moving and grooving. I do like um, Daniel Jones because I think that's going to be kind of a high-scoring game with uh, the Cowboys. Um, or back Prescott. I like that game for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, any game that's in or against Dallas, uh, I, I pretty much like all the quarterbacks in that game, so I, I can't fault you there. Dallas's defense is playing a little bit better this year, though. Um, but they still give up a, a ton of fantasy points. So they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what you looking at a quarterback? Uh, well, um, 
I really uh, well before the news came out about Urban Meyer. I don't know if it's going to affect, but <laughs> I have been stuck on Trevor Lawrence the entire week. Um, I just I don't know if it's a new little theme. I'm going to try it out one more time. Where I'm going to pay down at quarterback that somebody has a high high potential that week. I don't like Tennessee secondary. They just give a big play after big play, and Trevor Lawrence he can scoot a little bit. He can run a little bit if he needs to. But uh, I think he, he's going to hook up with a few receivers this week. You know, maybe maybe get you get you a little fire. That's something if you want to try that to spend up at some other plays. I know a lot of people want to bring back like Henry. He'll probably be pretty chalky, is my guess. I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but um, but my bring back for that is going to be a little different now that I just saw some new news, but. Uh, I like I like that. I really like what Sharky said. I love that game, the Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're looking to pay down for somebody, I did Zach Wilson last week. He was in a really good spot. If he was on the main slate this week, I'd do him again against the Falcons. But I'll uh, I'll take my chances with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't mind that Trevor Lawrence call. Um, t- like you said, Tennessee's defense not great. Um, and then also with them losing DJ Chark, uh, his target tree is very small. Um, mm-hmm. So we know who he's going to be throwing to, which is always mm-hmm. good for stacking. Yep. Um, and they're cheap too. They're very yeah, cheap. It's definitely a cheap stack. You can get a lot of uh, ancillary pieces that you like there. Um, I'm just going to throw out a couple names real quick. Uh, I'm going to throw out this name because he's on the main slate. He scores a crap load of points every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Kyler Murray. Uh, that guy is just mm-hmm. a 25 bomb waiting to happen every week, it seems like. And then my other one is actually in that same game. Um, if Garoppolo is not playing this week, I am going to be playing Mr. Trey Lance. Uh, he's 5,700. He has one heck of a floor from just his rushing stats. And last week he threw for over 150 yards in just the second half. So I'm kind of all in on Trey Lance if he's starting. So is, 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 is he your main dude this week? Is that who percentage-wise? I, mm-hmm. I, I think Trey Lance is definitely going to be uh, up there for me. If he's Like I said, if he's starting. If he's not starting, if Garoppolo's starting, I want nothing to do with Jimmy G. But if it's Trey Lance, I'm in for Trey Lance this week. Uh, Jimmy G just – he sucks, man. He's not good. Yeah, Trey Lance has that uh, – Rushing floor, plus Jimmy G's getting yanked out when they're inside the 10, and uh, Trey Lance is coming in and just stealing those rushing touchdowns from everybody on the team, stealing the ch- opportunity from Jimmy G to get some passing touchdowns and whatnot. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to running back. This is probably going to be a quick week because, uh, obviously, I'm not the host that uh, the host the good man is. The mouth, Jay. Uh, so let's move on to running back. Um, Brandon, you want to start us off at running back? Running backs, yeah, I'll stick with the same game. Uh, I love Barkley this week. Uh, I don't care if he's playing Dallas and they're okay against the run. It's mainly because he never comes off the field. Um, and they have, and they, uh, they just they don't have any options. I don't think Sterling Shepard's playing. I don't think Slayton's going to be playing. So they're going to be looking at some of the rookies and one or two year guys. Um, and Evan, Evan Ingram and whoever else to tight end, Kyle Rudolph. But I think Barkley gets a ton of ton of targets this week. I think he's going to be the main the main dude they look at. Um, another person besides Derrick Henry, which I think everybody's going to go on. I I don't like 
Chuba Hubbard, I, I think, because McCaffrey might be coming back and taking some of those. Dalvin Cook, I loved in my first take, you know, first look. But uh, I think he'll be pretty chalky. Zeke's going to be pretty chalky. But one that I think will be low-owned, and I think people need to keep an eye on, because this feels like a spot where Nick Chubb's about to have a real, real good game at $6,700. And L.A. just doesn't stop the run very well. I mean, CEH went for a hundo on him. And the Chiefs don't run the ball worth crap. So, if that means anything, uh, I, I really like Nick Chubb this week. I like it. I like it. Um, Sharky, what, what are you looking at at running back, buddy? Um, I do like that Barkley pick just because you can stack it with Dylan Jones if you're going to go that way. Um, I honestly like either Cleveland running back because I feel like either of them can go off at any moment. Um, and other than that, I mean, I don't really care for any other matchup per se. Maybe yeah. the Jacksonville running back just because Tennessee sucks at defense. Yeah, I definitely don't mind James Robinson this week. I I think that he's gotten his bell cow status back, so I'm kind of all in on him also. Really? Um, you think so? Yeah, man. Uh, Carlos Hyde was a healthy scratch last week, so. I think we're good to go back to James Robinson as the guy that's going to get 20-plus touches every week. What's his value? Um, like, what's he at right now? Six, six grand. He's only 6K, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just – I don't know. They're, they're, I think they're going to be playing from behind quite a bit, and they're going to have to throw. But, I mean, for as much as he's going to be used, that makes sense. I just I just feel like Jacksonville's in the same position as the, the Jets were. They're going to try to run, but they can't, and – I don't know. I mean, you watch him go for two touchdowns now. This always happens when Joe picks somebody and I don't like him. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys keep talking. I'll pick my lineup. Okay, that works for me. You you gonna hit us with that winning lineup at the end of this one? Yeah, just no, give, give us ten percent of each. Yeah, man. Um, I will say that Cleveland game. If you're going to go with a running back there, um, I feel like that's kind of a a situation where you got to tell yourself a story. Uh, if you think that Cleveland is going to be up, I would probably go with uh, Nick Chubb there. Um, if you're if you're needing a little savings, or you think Cleveland's going to be trailing the Chargers, uh, which I'm kind of feeling like this week, uh, you probably want to go Kareem Hunt because he's more the pass catching guy and he's uh, quite a bit cheaper. Well, and uh, um, Baker Mayfield was practicing with like a sling on his shoulder. Yeah, he has a. Uh, Torn something, labrum in his uh, left shoulder. So go, uh, go cream hunt all the way, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't hate that this week. What well, about I mean, yeah? I don't like cream hunt. What about Damian Williams for Chicago? Since uh, that's that's where I was going to go. I am actually loving some Damian Williams this week. Uh, David Montgomery's out. Uh, Damian Williams is only fifty six hundred, and he should get most of the workload there. Um, another cheap guy. Uh, that I think is going to be chalky if we hear injury news about the starter for the um, Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Mixon is possibly going to miss this week if he does. That is putting Samaje P. Ryan as the number one back there. He is the stone cold minimum at 4K. So if he is starting, he's going to see most of the touches in that backfield. Let me just say he will be Chalky as all get out, but that might be a spot if you need to save some salary, um, which I have a couple other salary savers coming up here. But 
if you want to save some salary, you don't care about eating the chalk, that is a good place to go, especially if you're playing cash. That's a guy you want to put in. Um, and then my last running back that I'm going to throw out is actually a guy that Brandon seems to love every week. Uh, I'm liking Leonard Fournette this week, guys. What do you guys think about Leonard? Mm-hmm. Lenny, huh? Against Miami? No, not Leonard. Uh, I mean, he's not. He, he's going to get you your, what, four catches, maybe five a game. Uh, if he doesn't get the end zone, though, it's real tough because I don't – there's just so many weapons. I like him every week as just like a stable, get you like 12 points. But past that, man, if he doesn't score a touchdown, it's like they just spread the ball out way too much. Yeah, to I mean, that. I will say mm-hmm. I, I will say, if if Gio Bernard is back for Tampa Bay this week, I don't like him as much because I think that takes away some of his, his receiving role. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's good for 14, 15 carries and four or five targets. And at 5,200, I think that's more than enough for me for him to hit value and pay off that salary. Yeah. I mean, another one, too. I mean, the one that I liked the most, I think people are starting to catch on, was Chase Edmonds. He finally came through for me last week. Uh, but I think he may have gotten hurt or something. Maybe they're just – I don't know. He didn't He didn't practice today. Uh, but that dude, I mean, he's just – anybody that, that's going for Kyler is like a no-brainer. So you might want to keep an eye on him. I don't know if James Conner will be the featured back or not. Um, but, I, I mean, Leonard Fournette's good. I, I wouldn't go against him uh, coming back full circle on that. So, But it's just one of those things. I I, I just I can't trust anybody on, on Tampa Bay because I don't know who to pick. It's like you pick Mike Evans, it's Chris Godwin. You pick Chris Godwin, it's Antonio Brown. I, that's how I've been anyways. So Yeah. Tampa Bay is definitely tough with all of those, uh, all the uh, receivers they have, and all the ridiculous skill position players they have. Yeah. But I mean, I love Dalvin Cook, but I just don't know if he's going to pre- play. And if he does, are, are people going to put him as chalk? I don't know. Um, I think Dalvin is going to be super low on this week because if he plays, that is because last week he only got fifty percent of the uh, normal workload. So I think that could be a really sneaky play. Uh, then again, he could get uh, another 50% of the plays this week and just completely crap on your lineup. True. What uh, What was his injury? Because he didn't practice like an ankle or something? Man, I uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it, it was the same injury that held him out the week before last. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever that injury was in week three, uh, I, I believe it was an ankle injury, which with a speed guy like that is always a little bit of a concern. Yeah. They use him so much too. They use him and Jefferson a lot, and then they, I mean, they have the three people they use all the time. So, I mean, that that offense is good to stack too. But against, especially against Detroit, so that's another one to keep an eye on. But yeah, let's hit them wide receivers, man. Sharky, what are you liking a wide receiver, man? Um, so my sleeper this week would be um, John Ross the third. He's only. Th- 3400 bucks, and I like that Dallas-Giants matchup. So that could be an option. Yeah, I think that's um, definitely a way to get different in that game if you're going that way. Um, right. And, they, and he's no, a cheap salary saver, so right. that could be a great play. You, then you can stack it with like some higher-value receivers in that game. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I've been trying to go more of the stack route, so – I try to match up like um, 
I don't mind the Philly Carolina game for some reason. I feel like it's going to be more of a shootout than people think. So there's a lot of good stacks in there with value plays like Watkins and Anderson. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, uh, man, um, Anderson last week would have had a lot better game, but um, Darnold just barely missed him on a deep shot. Or he would have had a nice long touchdown to add on to his points from last week. Uh, is that all you got, Sharky? You, you like anybody up high? Or? Um, I mean, like Hopkins. But not like, for some reason, I don't like the superstar. I mean... So I like the Dallas Giants matchup, and none of the receivers were like super expensive. Yeah, that that that'll be a cheap stack that you can get in this week. You can get Dallas's top two receivers for twelve point three k, getting both of them this week, which is just insane for the amount of targets that they're going to see if they're going to be in any kind of a game. As long as they're not blowing a team out, they should be seeing a ton of targets, and that's way too cheap for them this week. Brandon, what, what are you thinking of wide receiver, man? Yeah, speaking of Dallas, um, I've, I've been stuck on C.D. Lamb. He, I know he's been down. I think he's this is the week to hit him on the where he comes back up on the little on the chart, like the stock. Um, I think uh, Bradbury, is that his name? Corner for Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I, and I've watched – quite a bit of, and on Sunday mornings. I watched that Mike Clay talks about the wide receiver matchups and everybody that's gone against Bradbury overall just ha- does okay. They don't, they don't have any spectacular. And I'm, I'm a thinking that Mari Cooper is going to be pretty much on him the whole time, but I don't know exactly how they're going to use the coverage. So I'm looking at CeeDee Lamb to be just have a huge bounce back. I could see him having a couple touchdowns this week. Uh, unless if he doesn't do it this week, I don't know when he's going to do it because it feels like Prescott's just throwing to his tight ends lately. Uh, AJ Brown, I think without Julio playing, I don't think Julio's going to play. And if he doesn't, I think he's a must play. Um, he's my bring back for my Trevor Lawrence stack, along with Marvin Jones and Chenault Jr. They're way too cheap for as many targets as they get. Tennessee gives up way too many deep passes, and they're terrible. I mean, they let the Jets beat them, beat them deep <laughs> twice. Um, it took forever because I was already starting to crap on Zach Wilson after I'd just been talking him <laughs> up and talking that shit. And then all of a sudden I look at my phone and Zach Wilson hitting Corey Davis deep and then hitting Crowder deep. So my gut paid off with that. Um and so did my DK account helped out because I needed that dough for the next two weeks at least. Uh, so that's why I got the Trevor Lawrence thing. I think this game could be sneaky shootout. It could be really, really weird because both teams aren't that great. But Tennessee should be good um, considering who they have. But without Julio Jones, I love A.J. Brown and uh, C.D. Lamb. Those are my top two. And you can go – just about anywhere else, like you, like Sharky said on that one game, Giants and Cowboys. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I actually really like AJ Brown this week, especially if we're thinking that uh, King Henry is going to be chalky. Uh, that AJ Brown play would be just leverage off of that. So oh, if yeah, AJ Brown has a ceiling game, that means 
King Henry is probably not having a ceiling game and you are lapping the field and laughing at him as you're running by. Exactly. Um, so that's that, that exactly what you said there. I wanted to yeah, add on to that. It's like, man, I could definitely see Derrick Henry like 30 r- rushing attempts and like 170 yards rushing and then mi- maybe he gets a touchdown um, and then he just like barely gets value or he – you know, maybe he gets fired, but at nine K you're expecting a lot out of him. Um, just assuming that the Jaguars are just going to give it up. I think they're going to be a little more competitive than that. Uh, but I could also see because of how bad the secondary is, they have to throw a lot to AJ Brown. Um, I mean, before that, even with Julio, he was getting nine, eight targets in the first couple games. Uh, I would imagine that's going to be an uptick by at least three or four more targets, I would think, without Julio there. But uh, it seems like a no-brainer. I don't know why. That's why I haven't haven't been moving from it. I'm not going to tinker too much. I know I always tinker around, but I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm sticking sticking to it. I hope you guys come back and you make lots of cash from my decision there. Watch everybody get like an ice cube on their DK account. Listen, if you're playing AJ Brown this week, I I definitely don't think it's – a bad play. It's not the wrong process play. It's a good play. Um, like you said, Julio out. I mean, we were we were actively, people were actively playing a guy named Westbrook Akeen last week. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but uh, yeah. he's the fourth or fifth wide receiver for the Titans, which means he is not great at football. Uh, <laughs> now we have a guy that is great at football back in the lineup, and that guy's lining up on the other side of the field. So give me all the A.J. Brown this week. Yep. Um, okay, so I'm going to continue. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's not the greatest, but he he's had a couple good seasons the last couple seasons, though. So I'm not. This, I'm not yeah, this, if you're going to stack, I mean, this could be a game where you could stack Tannehill, even though he's been kind of if. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to, this would definitely be the one to do it. Leverage anything off of Henry, because I think Joe's right. I think he, he's going to be very, very chalky. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, and and realistically, with Derrick Henry, he needs 27 points to hit value, which is pretty ridiculously tough to do um, regardless. But for him to truly, like, break a slate and bury any of us, he has to do what he did in, what was that, week two and when he dropped 50, and he's not going to do that every week. So leveraging off and, and stacking the passing game in this game is definitely a pretty good idea. I mean, obviously it could come to bite us, but if, if it does, it's not a... It's more of a we we got unlucky than we're doing yeah. the wrong thing there. But yeah, exactly. It's like the risk reward so much higher. But you yeah. see a lot of people are thinking the same way as you guys that oh, everybody's gonna be playing him. I think I think everybody's thinking, Oh, Derrick Henry's playing this awful defense. I have to play him one way or another. And there's plenty of uh yeah. of people that are low like price wise this week that it's pretty easy to get Derrick Henry in your lineup if you want him. Yeah, you could like you mentioned Samaj P. Ryan. He's probably gonna. And I, mean, I picked him up in my actual league, but I, I think he's gonna be somewhat like you said, chalk. So with that at four K, and then you get Derrick Henry. That's only thirteen K for your your two running backs that are starters, and one being elite. That, so it's like that will be the go to cash build this week. It will be Samaj P. Ryan and Derrick Henry as the two running backs, and then figure it out the rest of the way. Yep, guarantee it. Um, okay, so all of that said, I'm going to hit you guys with a couple more cheap uh, uh, wide receivers. Um, Antonio Brown, 
I know he he could be the third receiver on that team this week. He could be the first receiver on that team this week. Who really knows? But he's fifty two hundred. He's getting way too many targets to be fifty two hundred. Exactly. Yep. Um, Didn't Jacoby he drop Myers. A last week. I'm sorry. Didn't Antonio Brown drop a touchdown last week? I have no idea, but if he did, he'll catch it this week. And that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he's getting, he gets his targets, but oh yeah, he gets plenty of targets. He gets plenty of downfield targets. I mean, the guy is just way too cheap at 5,200. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy that I think is way too cheap is uh, Jacoby Myers uh, for the New England Patriots. He's gotten over uh, 10 targets the last like three weeks or something insane like that. Um, I'll look that up just to be safe. But I think you're uh, right. it's pretty close to that. He's going up against the uh, very, very scary Houston defense this week. So everybody should be super concerned about that. Um, clearly, I'm <laughs> yeah. being a little sarcastic. but Super, uh, super scared. Uh, so Jacoby Myers is clearly the number one there. Um, he's getting a ridiculous amount of targets every week. So him being 5,600, again, just way too cheap. Um, yeah, his last two weeks, he's had 14 and 12 targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's just, just play the guys getting target volume. Um, and then my last guy, and this is only if he starts and if he plays. Um, I played a lot of this guy last week, and he ended up scoring the same amount of points as our friend, uh, Mr. Westbrook Akeen down at Tennessee. But he is, again, the stone minimum. It is Curtis Samuel. Um, Curtis Samuel got paid a lot of money in free agency to go to the Washington Redskins. If he is healthy, which I think he just tweaked his groin, this week. Um, but if he's healthy, I expect to see him get some more playing time this week, some more targets, some more touches and at three K that is worth it to me. I will go there instead of trying to force in Samaj P Ryan and players like that. Any thoughts from anyone else on those three guys? Yeah. Who I didn't even the Washington Redskins? Uh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I didn't realize I didn't know they were a team anymore. Team. Oh, no, yeah, suck up oh, that one. It's the the Washington football team. Oh, my, my bad. Gosh, I can't you know, believe I haven't. Racist. Hey, I haven't talked about anybody mm-hmm. off the main slate, so uh, I, I'm doing better than the other host in one aspect here. Give me that. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, that's like an immortal sin there, dude. I, I know. We're getting canceled that. now. I'm sorry. It's all I right. totally <laughs> forgot that he went to, he went to Washington. Uh, nope, nope. Time for the Lodo bros to go to the low end tight end. I'll start us off with yeah. that. All right, I'm digging in the well one more time. Uh, I'm going. I'm going back to that New York Giants, and I'm going to Evan Ingram. So, if it doesn't happen here, it's probably not going to happen at all. For some reason, the last few years he does well against Dallas, but he's got for that price at 3,200. He's gotten six targets the last two. The only two games he's played this season. So even with Kyle Rudolph there, he's still getting quite a bit. Six targets at you know barely over minimum. Well, I should say not minimum, but 3K, which is hardly anything. All it takes with Shepard being out, Slayton being out, him to get in the end zone once, and you're set. Um, so I'm, I, I like that. I like the potential there because I, without Kelsey on the slate, I, I don't know if I want to pay up for Waller. He's kind of – that offense scares me. I know he gets a lot of targets, but it's like, I don't know. I, I Who else do they have to guard besides Waller? I mean, Ruggs, yeah, he runs a deep route, and that's about all he does. So it's real tough for me to pick any of the high-end guys in this one, and Gronk's not there. Uh, Fant's too expensive. 
Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, I guess, maybe. Cook seems a little low. I know Brady mentioned him a couple times. I like Cook. He gets quite a bit of targets. But the problem with that is, too, I don't know if you noticed last week, Herbert threw to like three different tight ends last week. I was like, what the hell? Uh, Everybody but got a touchdown. There was a tight end listed on that team last yeah, week. Yeah, and, like, and if you notice, they're all like, Cook's like the smallest one. They're all like six seven. It's crazy. Uh, Conklin wouldn't be bad. Uh, Max Williams seems cheap. He seems like he, like he gets a lot of targets. But I just – I've been stuck on Evan Ingram again. I don't know why. He's probably going to bite me. Um, Dan Arnold might be okay. This is his first week back again, or first week with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, yeah, it seems pretty thin. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I'm definitely I like liking the – Evan Ingram call if if for nothing less than it, it's a cheap way to get into that game. Um, it, I it's never a bad idea to it, like if you're stacking Daniel Jones to have a more expensive receiver and then throw that cheap tight end in there just in just in case kind of a thing. Um, well, that's but, the thing they don't have any expensive wide receivers. I mean, they're all hurt. Yeah, I mean, I mean Galladay's well, I think, there. I think Shepard's coming back this week. Who is would he? be my go-to guy there? But Real, is he coming back? Because last I heard, I he, believe, hadn't, yeah. he hadn't practiced. Because that makes a big difference with targets and stuff. I mean, I I probably won't come off of Ingram just because it might help him. But I yeah, I just I, I last I looked, but yeah, nope. as of six hours ago, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton both still out. So. Yeah. Looking like Evan Ingram should just eat up targets this week. He should. I don't know how much Kyle Rudolph plays. I haven't been watching the Giants uh, a whole lot. Um, I'm actually not to go- a lot. Yeah, well, I'm supposed to actually. We're going down to visit some family and, and over, and then we're going to go to a New York Giants game. So I, here in a few Wait, weeks, so that'll be fun. You're going so down can- to visit family. I should say up. Yeah, not there down. Let's say like, that's weird. There you go. Yeah. Oh, entire locker just missed a deep bomb. Oh, thank you, Tyler. So, as everybody can tell, we are recording this during the Thursday night football game. Uh, <laughs> Sharky, what are you what are you thinking about tight end this week? Where are you looking? Uh, I like Miami's tight end. Just Uh-oh, because, Joe. Um, that's, that's a man after my own heart, right there, Mikey right? G. <laughs> um, Sharky's talking up my boy. I also like uh, Cincy's tight end. I don't know how to pronounce his name. So the secret of the Uzma. There we go. The secret of the Uzma. Um, just because I feel like you never know who's going to get the ball on that team. And then I, I, I will like, say the the only thing I don't like about CJ Uzma this week is it, it looks like T Higgins is coming back, yeah. and uh, Uzma's big week was with without T Higgins on the field. But I mean, he's three K, so it, it's not going to kill you if he gets a couple targets or gets a couple catches for. 30 yards. Yeah. But when all three of those wide receivers are back, man, it's like you got. Yeah, he's a clear fourth option. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes that fourth option will get you like three receptions for 40 yards and two touchdowns. Right. I mean, he could definitely sneak in. And at 3K, it's it's definitely worth it to try and go there. I, I'm not hating on it at all. I'm just throwing out there that T. Higgins is looking like he'll be back. No, I got you. I got you. I also like, um, I mean, Schultz for Dallas just because I feel like I see Dak check down to his tight ends quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dallas tight ends have just been eating up targets the last couple of weeks with freaking C.D. Lamb and uh, 
Amari Cooper just not getting anything. It feels like, but again, that that's just like that Evan Ingram play. If you're if you're looking to go to that game and you like it a lot, I'm definitely definitely a fan of throwing a tight end in one of your stacks. Mm-hmm. Three tight end set, boom. <laughs> I'm not sure we could play all three of them, but we can try. Yeah, Brady, uh, Brady would love that. Brady would be all in on a three tight end lineup. He loves tight ends. Um, all right. I, I have two tight ends that I'm liking this week. Uh, one's a little more expensive, and that is Mr. George Kittle because that man could go off any week. And mm-hmm. uh, last week, while playing with Trey Lance, um, who I'm, again, hoping is the starter this week, uh, wasn't super um, – consistent i i guess i'll say uh he got 11 targets though which if if i'm getting 11 targets from a tight end especially one that runs after the catch like george kittle uh i'm gonna take that and run unfortunately only had four catches on those 11 targets but hopefully that gets a little better this week um and then my other guy is the stone minimum price because i love to talk about value this week ricky seals jones on you guessed it the washington football team there you go. Nailed it. We got uh, it. We, we're back. <laughs> He's back. So uh, Logan Thomas is out this week. He's on the IR. Ricky Seals-Jones is taking over that role. Um, obviously, we don't know if Ricky Seals-Jones is going to get all of the targets that Logan Thomas was getting. But if he gets anywhere even close to that, he should just absolutely smash this 2500 price tag. Um, any, uh, any thoughts on those couple of tight ends from the two of you? Yeah, we love tight ends. Yeah, I mean Brady's Brady is definitely going to try and put about four in his lineup this week. <laughs> yeah, he's all about those tight ends. Yep, he's probably going to try to put Kelsey in there somehow. Oh yeah, you know he's playing the Thursday through Monday just so he can play with Kelsey. Yeah, that's that's his man crush. I think he isn't. He, right. Isn't Brady growing like a little goatee like like Kelsey? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think so. All right, let's talk defense real quick. We'll just shoot through this as quick as possible. Brandon, what are you looking at at defense, buddy? Oh, gosh. Well, usually I just pick a cheap defense. Uh, the two defenses I've been kind of going back and forth on, the Browns uh, going with the, with the the theory that they're going to get up. I mean, they've been playing pretty good. They've been averaging like, I think like eight or nine fantasy points a game, which is pretty good for a defense. If you can get that out of a defense every time, that's pretty good, especially when they're only like 2,700. Uh, I know it's the Chargers, but, I mean, it's not like they can't be. The only problem is is they got a pretty good offensive line, so a lot of the sacks may be limited, even with Garrett and stuff. But weird, weirder things have happened. Uh, I do want to point out that the defenses are very expensive this week. I don't understand why. I know the matchups are – gravy like the bucks versus miami but spending almost 5k for new england or buccaneers or the broncos seems a bit much um and even like tennessee i've I've been kind of stuck on them and the even though they've stunk fantasy wise i could see a pick six or some weird thing happening in that game uh, against jacksonville you're talking about picking tennessee's defense after three weeks of me listening to you bash them do what? Don't forget, he also wants to stack Jacksonville this week. So yeah. nothing makes sense in Brandon's league. It doesn't. But then when it, then when it, that's the thing. It's like I have that much cash left to spend. I don't want to 
maneuver it around. I'm not going to leave $1,100 left on the table to drop down to the Browns. So, like, why, why are they at 3,800? That seems a bit odd because they were at 39 last week, but then they got smoked. Why are they still up that high? You'd think they'd be lower. But what? What? who's to say in the script that Trevor Lawrence, he does get sacked quite a bit. It doesn't uh, he throws like a pick six or something, but then he also throws like three touchdowns or runs in one and throws two. I mean, I could see that game script playing out big time. Uh, oh, these, it definitely could. But, that, yeah, but, but, just, but I'm just saying, that if we're talking defense, it's not like there's any super strategy to a defense. I'm just thinking out loud, why the hell are they $3,800 for when they average two points a game? Seems pretty crazy to me. But with that kind of money left on the table with my lineup, which I love, I, I'm just going to roll with them. Why not? Why, why not? Yeah, man, I, I'm a firm believer in defense. doesn't really matter. And uh, I just play whoever fits at the end after I like the rest of my plays. So, but. I agree. It with is that. what it is to me, Sharky. What are you looking at the defense? I usually like you. I go with what I can fit in at the end. I like it. So Sharky and I are just throwing in whatever we got left. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and you know, every once in a while, that defense will get lucky and get a couple picks, or a couple turnovers, and put up a yeah, good that's, game. That's a dilemma I'm in. So my stack is low, like a low salaried stack. And Higby just caught a touchdown, by the way. Right, uh, but I'm not gonna. St- I'm not gonna put a deep like if I'm gonna stack like the Giants versus Dallas, right? I'm not gonna pick one of their defenses. Well, I get that. My my point is, is if you are stack, okay, so you're in my shoes, and these are for all you low dough bros and gals out there. Wait, wait, wait. Let me okay, so you're putting together a lineup. Now, hear me out on this. You're putting together a lineup, and you're like me, Trevor Lawrence. This is his week. And you want to stack Marvin Jones and Chenault, okay? I'm just going to go through my this lineup because I have a couple, but I'm not going to play a ton. So I got Lawrence. You got stacked with Chenault, and you got Jones. Comebacks A.J. Brown, okay? Solid. That doesn't sound too bad, right? Right? Okay. Thanks for the, confer- <laughs> thanks for yeah, the confirmation, keep guys. Keep going. Okay. You got this. Okay, Se- secondary stack. I got Barkley and Evan Ingram with C.D. Lamb, Okay. So what's left? I have Nick Chubb in my other running back spot, and then I have a defense. So, and what's left over in salary is thirty eight hundred dollars, and that leaves me with the Titans. So, Wait, to correlate it, the only one that's off is Chubb. So, but I can correlate my defense and not lose any money. Wait, it's like is the Titans, the only one left. I mean, I can pick the Packers or the Panthers, but I mean, but I'm leaving money on the table. But are those games that much better? I, I, but I'd rather leave money. I always like the people that win. I feel big. They, they'll have like a thousand dollars still left over because they know. All right, I don't need that thousand because that thousand, someone else is, like, everybody else is going to pick that person because they have money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about the money. Like, I'd pick. Green Bay, just because they're playing. Yeah, but look at, l- listen to this. Okay, so you heard my lineup, okay? So if I swap out Nick Chubb for Dalvin Cook, who's another one that I liked, the one-off, and just say I picked him, guess who my defense is that's left over with the salary I have? The Jaguars. Okay, so I would go with the other running back and then pick, like, Green Bay defense. I always try to go with the home defense anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mind the uh, home defense call there. Um, I mean, I think you, there's still a way to work around this. That 
and like Sharky says, it's not the worst idea to leave a couple bucks on the table. If you're leaving dollars on the table, you're almost guaranteeing that you won't be duped. Um, because everybody's like, oh, to make the perfect lineup, I need to spend exactly $50,000, mm-hmm. which not necessarily the case. There's been a lot of people that have won the Millie without, like, True. half of these people that are putting in 150 lineups make it so that they will not spend all 50K. They'll put 49.8 as their max money or something along those lines just to ensure that their 150 lineups are different than all of us Lodo bros that are like, oh, we need to spend 50K. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, I, for all you listeners out there, I'm the dude that always plays the melee. Well, I've kind of, I've kind of listened to my partners over here, uh, Sharky Goodwin. Good men, good win, yeah. Uh, more like good loss, Brady. Yep, he didn't beat me. But uh, but anyways, yeah, and, and BDJ, they've been doing a lot of single entries and stuff. So I was like, okay, that's what I did last week, and it paid off nice. Because I had a good lineup, 180 cashed me pretty nice, um, just off like a $12 entry. That was my high roll. The rest of them were like $1, $2 ones. But I was like, I'll do that. Well, it basically quadrupled up. And so now I'm going to try to double up my my single entry and move into like a, a 20 plus one to see if I can use that. So it's not like all these other people are playing like multi lineups. They have one entry in this thing. And so the odds that even if I spend my 50K, they're not the odds that they're going to have the same lineup as me is ridiculously low because nobody's going to play the Jaguar stacking this week. I'm just an idiot that always likes to be super contrarian so i just was wondering what you guys thought on that because it seems odd that my two options left over if i go with the two running backs that i like the most are the two defenses in the game that i'm stacking that seems odd it's like it's meant to be but i don't I mean, like it i don't like it. i agree with Sharky. i don't like it i don't like doing that but if you're if you're playing barkley and dalvin cook you could play min price ricky seals jones just for a who cares? Uh, and then throw Brown's defense in there for twenty seven hundred. Really? Okay, I didn't. I mean, not that we need to get not that we need to get all in the weeds about making your lineup here or anything, but <laughs> just throwing it out there. Well, yeah, um, but you could do that, but then you're also left with forty two hundred on defense. Um, but what if? Wait, you, yeah, I mean, it's what just do you have of, in your lineup that I don't have in my lineup right now? Because I currently I'm showing a hundred bucks after playing playing the Browns defense at twenty seven. Because you said Dalvin Cook. I have Lawrence, Barkley, Cook, A.J. Brown, Jones Jr., Chanel Jr., Seals Jones, C.D. Lamb, Browns okay, D. Okay, I got you. Now. I didn't swap out Chubb for Cook. I, I I got you. Yeah, I mean, that's an option, too. I may have to listen to this podcast again, listen to some of your guys' takes and swap out a few guys. But uh, And I, I have noticed that in the last few weeks – just in general, like everybody has had pretty good takes. And if you would combine those, we would be pretty rich. But instead, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you just pick the right players that we've all picked off, then we would be loaded right now. But you're right. And, uh, but we are Lodo Bros. So, and then hey, if, you guys, <laughs> if you guys are watching right now on TV, that was the craziest punt I have seen. So you might want to YouTube that when you get off this I'm not podcast. Sure it was legal. <laughs> but it was cool, and that and that punter has a sleeve, so you know he's badass. 
All right. Uh, so last thing that we normally do is talk about our Chiefs, who unfortunately aren't on the main slate this week. We're playing Sunday Night Football against the Bills. Uh, we are three-point favorites at home, which basically means this game's a pick because normally they give about three points for home favorites. Uh, Sharky, where are you at on the Chiefs game this week? Um, so here's how I feel. I always feel like, so this week you hear, oh, Buffalo's going to come in and do this thing to the Chiefs. Every time I feel like a team's supposed to do something and take over and show Patrick Mahomes, we come out and just fucking dominate. Like Patrick Mahomes, like, oh, yeah? You think five touchdowns was okay? Look at six. <laughs> so I feel like. I hope you're right. No, and like, it really, I feel like every time, like, they don't count the Chiefs in on a game, Patrick takes it personally and goes out and dominates. I mean, I, I can't really disagree with you. Um, I'm actually thinking that this one is going to be a lot like uh, last year's Ravens game where the Chiefs just come out and they're trying to prove something to the league that we're back and we're here. Uh, Brandon, what are, you, what are you thinking about this three-point spread? Uh, uh, I don't like it at all. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it at all. Three points. Uh, I'm not like I – mean, the Chiefs are going to be in the playoffs. I'm not worried about that. Um which is normal. Sorry, this punter's sleeve is just incredible. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. I'm being distracted by the TV. Okay, back to the podcast. Okay. They're playing at home, which is good. I like it. I think you're right, Joe. Last week, I think they tried to make a little statement and say, nah, we're here. Patrick Mahomes played a lot better. I knew he's going to come out and just be like, you know what? And he did. This week, I think you're going to see Kelsey light it up. Um, he's been kind of quiet. I wonder, though, the thing about this this matchup, because we've played the Bills how many times the last few years? Probably a couple times. And it seems like year. we like Josh Allen is like his monkey on his on his back, like the Chiefs are. It's like he can't figure out how to how to beat his shit. And I don't know if necessarily this year is he's any better. They've got a pretty good defense, but I don't know if they've really played anybody that's worth a damn either. Um, I mean, the Washington football team is not very good. The Steelers haven't been very good. Who it's else Miami. have they beaten this year? So Miami. I, they just I played the Texans. Yeah. So it's one of those things where they've got to – what's that? Pittsburgh. They lost to a crappy team, didn't they? Um, let's see. It looks like they, uh, they lost to the Steelers and then beat the Bills, the football team, and the Texans. All they pretty handily. No, but who did the Bills lose to? The Steelers. Oh, so they did lose to the Steelers in the, in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, who can't even throw the ball farther than five yards downfield. So, and that was at home too. So, if I'm going to pick, I'm going to say that the Chiefs actually beat the spread, but I think it's going to be by like four or five points, not by much. It's going to be like a F3, it'll be like a four-point game or something. I, I also think you're going to see a performance like, Five catches for 47 yards and two touchdowns for Josh Gordon. <laughs> I, think I would love what, to see Josh Gordon go ham this week. Yeah, I'm not gonna I lie. think what you're going to see is Mahomes lead the game-winning drive and probably score a touchdown. 
to win the game, and that's how they're going to walk off and do it. That's probably – I mean, I could just see the Bills taking the lead at the very end and Mahomes doing something, and everybody talking, Mahomes, you know, the Chiefs are back, all that crap. See, I, so. I, I, I feel the same. They're going to talk the Chiefs are back, Mahomes. But I think it's going to be like more like a 17-point win. I hope it's a big win. That would make me much happier. Um, regardless, it sounds like we got a f- three homers on the podcast this week, which who's surprised by that? I don't think anybody is. But uh, I think that's it for this week's podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us for week five of the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast. If you'd like to keep up with keep up with us on Twitter, uh, you can do that at Dumpster Sports. Uh, if you'd like to come and try and take some of our money in our low dope bro shenanigans, uh, it's at Dumpster Fire Sports 2021 on DraftKings. Um, other than that, for Brandon, Mr. Brave Sacker, for Sharky, Shark Daddy on DraftKings, uh, I am Joe, JK and KC, and we'll see you next week. Load up, bros. Salute.